This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, Senor, a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Law enforcement hunting for decades for a monster and finally bringing him down. Late, but not too late. Also, the president on Fox and Fiends this morning. Holy cow, was that entertaining. Oh, really? I, I happen to catch it, yeah. I haven't heard that. It was, it was Trumpian. I mean, it was... It was Trump. Trump yeah. was Trumpin'. You know, there's a story that doesn't matter to you at all, that you're not paying attention to at all, nor should you, that the media pays nothing but attention to, and that's any of these confirmation things. Sure. And I just want to talk about why I don't want to talk about them later. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to talk about why I don't want to talk about them. Wow, I don't want to talk about that. I think it is the, like I said yesterday, I think it's the number one example of the, the stories the media make a big deal out of that normal people don't pay any attention to. Yeah. Just yeah. just does not even on anybody's radar. Yeah, Why you know, would it be? Part of me, although, you know, somebody who's actually going to reform the VA, I think that matters. And how, well, if that would happen, that would be. Yeah. But how would you know that this person's going to the last person was supposed to? So is the person before that vetting nope. hardcore vetting? No, no, nobody, nobody, nobody pays any attention to these. You know what these are all about? Everybody knows what these are all about. What are they all about? It's an attempt to take a partisan scalp, and you feel like your team moved the ball down the field another half an inch. Right. Whoop-de-freaking-do. Even if it's complete character assassination. Whatever it is, and it just doesn't have any effect on anything. It's unbelievable. I'm so... The whole partisan politics thing, among the politicians and among the media, is so freaking over and tiring. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't give a damn about what's actually happening to people in their lives and families and the rest of it. It's all about who's winning today. Yeah. We move the ball a half inch further down the field as they fight between the 40s. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, we got a couple of great guests on the capture of the Golden State Killer and what that's all about. Um, probably better guests than anybody in the country has. So looking forward to that later. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. Uh, speaking of the Golden State Killer, I'm sitting here watching uh, the TV in the studio, and they are showing them, you know, like getting evidence from his house. And I'm just thinking, what it's like to be the house next door. You right. Know? Uh, a lot of interviews out with people in that hood, and it's you know, it it could not be a more average American normal hood. And they're talking about this guy being uh, having a crazy temper and ranting and raving in his yard and his garage, and so yeah. 
I don't know. I don't crazy. want him to get too much. I'm fascinated by him, but I don't want him to get too much attention, you know, because that part of me wants to say, you know what? I don't want to see. I don't ever want to hear about you again. Get right. in jail and right. just rot, die in, rot in jail. I'd like to see them set him on fire. But uh, that'd be fine. That's, we don't do that here in America. That'd be fine. We should have exceptions for these cases. Uh, there's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Quite excited. The biggest movie of the year. This is my early hot take prediction. It's really not that big a one. Avengers Infinity War opens tonight. I'm going to see this. I just learned uh, that it has like a two-hour and 45-minute runtime, which seems like wow. plenty. Three-hour movie. <laughs> Three-hour superhero movie. <laughs> I know. There's going to be so yeah. much punching. I <laughs> these, these giant fists are just going to be flying into other people's giant they faces. They fly around and, and bash people a lot, because that's bang. great. Your oh. review, so much punching. Oh, there's going to be so many punches thrown. That's going to be great. Uh, who, uh, briefly, who are the superheroes in this movie? Uh, this is the Avengers. So this is the culmination of all the Marvel, quote-unquote, quote superhero so you're captain america i don't know who any of those are so so captain america iron man not your batman superman okay uh, so this has got like spider-man the hulk it's it's got a, a, a <laughs> thousand thank you for people. saying spider-man <laughs> spider-man it's got a thousand different people and if you look at the movie poster you're like that's way too many people for a movie yeah um if my kids were a couple of years older i'd i'd be going today i'm sure and uh, uh yeah yeah so the, yeah a preemptive apology for being tired tomorrow as i am seeing a three-hour superhero movie <laughs> with so much punching just out of curiosity <laughs> Uh, if they put out 50 superhero movies this year, would you get tired of them? <laughs> Is there a limit? You and people like you. I don't know. Uh, th- Is, if the movies are good, no. Yeah, like, could, and these the, the last string, especially the Marvel ones, have been really good. Could the average woman get tired of seeing good romantic comedies? Probably not. One a week? Nope. <laughs> no. And, and, nope. And feel free to hit the gong any time, but the comic books... Oh, I've it, wanted to for quite some time. <laughs> they would, they, the, the stories of comic books, like in the art form of the comic book, would come out about once a week. A movie mm. takes about maybe three uh, episodes of a comic book, three pieces of a comic book, to make a full movie. So it takes less than a month worth of content to make a two-hour movie. So there's infinite time and oh, infinite no. source material oh, for them no. to make so many things. <laughs> There's Marsha Phillips, who does our news already. Also, so much punching. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I got to tell you, Sean, that's a two-hour, 45-minute movie, not including, I, I suppose, the opening overture and the uh, and the intermission. Well, they don't, they don't still play the piano at the movies and oh, have the curtains. Oh, it's an organ now. <laughs> yeah, since, <laughs> since electricity. Big movies I used to go to, they exactly. had the intermission, the curtains sure. were closed, you'd go out for 20 minutes, yeah, have a smoke. Da, da, da. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. Hey, very quickly, we've got a trio of celebrity birthdays today. Classic comedian Carol Burnett, 85 years old, her net worth $25 million. Paul Blart, mall, mall cop, comedian Kevin James hits 53 his, His net, net worth is got to be high. Eighty million and counting. And well, that, I thought it'd be more than that. Yeah, I did too. But it's eighty million and counting as of May of last year. We with a giant it. hit TV show, he was the creator and star of. That's yeah, surprising. That's the latest reading. An American actor, everyone's favorite, Channing Tatum, thirty-eight years <laughs> old today. Everyone's favorite. His, his looks net like worth, an ape. His net worth sixty million dollars, and it could be buy a lot of bananas with that. Could be a lot less now that he's splitting with his wife of nine years. Yeah, well, she finally he let he he forgot to shave his entire body one day, and she discovered he was indeed a, a gorilla. Channing Tatum, the best case scenario of what could happen if you get into male stripping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best case scenario. That's hilarious. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. <laughs> Excuse me, he's Joe Getty. 
on this Thursday, April 26th, the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show according to FCC rules and regulations. We're underway at Mark. You did it, Michelle, even though the cops are never going to say it, but your book helped get this thing closed. Speaking of King of Queens, one of the stars of King and Queens, Patton Oswalt there, his wife wrote the book about the Golden State Killer, and uh, it was an obsession of her life. In fact, he thinks and she thought that's led to her death. Really? Interesting. She became so obsessed with her trying to hunt down the Golden State Killer, she ended up on drugs and all kinds of stuff, didn't sleep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's awful. Anyway. But um, it may have led to justice for many dozens of, of victims of awful crimes. Interesting story. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, I got to tell you, we're learning a lot more about the man charged with being the Golden State Killer, including what he was doing all these years. The White House doctor out as the VA nominee. Trump says he saw it coming. And teens and young adults, trouble with clocks, are holding them back. Stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong <laughs> okay. and Giddy. Yeah, can't wait for that story. <laughs> Trouble with clocks among our teens. Stupid, <laughs> stupid teens. <laughs> Probably got something to do with grip strength or something. That's right. That's oh. down, too. It's a trend. Uh, how's the mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. Very good. Enjoyable. Includes uh, foreign policy recommendations and, uh, and, uh, and, and a very good Latin quote of the day. What radio show on earth would tease that? I don't know. I wish I hadn't. So, uh, Trump. Oh, and Sean takes a kicking. <laughs> Sean Gibbs a punching. Trump uh, Trump went on Fox this morning, angry about his VA choice getting run out of town. He is fired up about everything. Yeah. He was, it sounded like he'd have five cups of coffee. Awesome. And yeah. he doesn't drink coffee. Right. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I was just watching a video of a very drunk 20-something trying to order four Sampukas at the DJ booth at some bar, thinking she was (laughs) at the bar, part of the bar, and not the DJ booth. Wow. Anyway, I was just thinking how glad I am that, uh, you know, everybody wasn't carrying around a video recorder back when I was stumbling around my life oh please person oh man good lord kids she walks up to the dj booth and so he whips out his phone and records it i want four sambucas this is the dj booth what (laughs) that sort of thing sambuca (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow that's gonna end badly (laughs) really badly with somebody holding your hair back oh yeah Mailbag. <clears throat> I'd like to open up the mailbag statement with. Actually, that might have been the uh, wannabe VA director, for all we know. At the oh, DJ hey, booth. oh, way to participate in the character assassination. <laughs> Listen to you. Soulless, gutless. Oh, hilarious. So I'd like to open mailbag with, uh, I've decided two statements. Number one, you can email us anytime. The new email address, newish, is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag. At armstrongandgetty.com. That's statement one. Statement two is, I long for the days when major media personalities like ourselves were remote and mysterious and terrifying to normal people. 
and one would not dare bother one of these giants of entertainment with one's petty quibbles. <laughs> you people with your... I don't like the way Jack pronounces this. I don't like the way Joe says this. I don't like the way Marshall says this. You people. You people. Stop it. You are small and we are great. All right? We're very important to America and you are not. All right? Great as in large. <laughs> Just remember that. Fat! <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, let's move along to our Latin quote of the day, uh, uh, submitted by Byron in San Francisco. It is a classic. And, you know, I really I need to have somebody teach me good Latin pronunciation, because if we're going to do this, I'm probably slaughtering this and offending all the Latinos. Quis custodiet ipsos custodes. Perfect. Who will guard the guards themselves, often translated as who watches the watchman. Right. It's a good one. You know, I was uh, reading Louis Gohmert's report on uh, Robert Mueller and his various sins through the years. And, uh, yeah, you know, somebody needs to watch The Watchmen. It's absolutely true. Uh, thank you, Byron. Now, our freedom-loving quote of the day from none other than T.J., Thomas Jefferson, penned the Declaration of Independence, don't you know? Sent along by Ben Libertarian. A wise and frugal government shall not take from the mouth of labor the bread it has earned. Mm. Well, except they do now. Tons and tons of it, and they waste it and squander it and buy votes with it and bribe people and and convince you that it's greed to want to keep the money you've earned, but it's not greed to want to take someone else's money and spend it. It's quite a quite an interesting state of affairs. But moving along. We you need know to what? update that metaphor, too, because bread is gluten in it. Gluten's not good for you, so mm. it should be something about quinoa. There you go. <laughs> um, I, I need to revise my... A wise and frugal government shall not take from the mouth of labor the quinoa it has earned. That's pretty good. I need to revise my what would you do if you had a time machine answer for the rest of my life to Mm -hmm. be. I would go and uh, meet all the founding fathers. Maybe Constitutional Convention would be the best place to talk to all of them uh, in one spot and uh, explain to them what uh, it ends up being. Because I'd honestly like to hear their opinions. I don't know. I'm not sure what they would be. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty certain they would think, you know, government controls way too much of... uh, private citizens' lives and all that oh, yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. But I'm not sure what their answers would be on guns and a lot of different things. Yeah, it would be um, interesting. And damned interesting. Yeah, if I had a time machine, I'd go back last week because I ordered really badly at a restaurant, and I'd redo that. <laughs> would you, like, cosplay as one of the founding fathers and be like, this is what we think you look like? <laughs> <laughs> and they're in jeans and some zip-up hoodie. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> What's with the wig, dude? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Jared writes, and I believe he represents many. We were talking about how the last few days have been somewhat slow news days. I think today is back to not being one. But he said, I love the show during slow news days. Trump stories tire my ass out. I hear you. Amen to that, brother. Oh. Amen to that. Let's see. Moving along. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Sean takes a kicking. And this is written. <laughs> you, the glee in your voice is... <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this. Long overdue, Michael. Am I wrong? No, I'm not. Uh, This was written by Joe, who, Sean, and you can help me out with this prior to your own kicking. We're going to make you participate in your own kicking. Oh, good. Dig your own grave, as it were. Wow. Uh, Joe is the composer of the heavy metal Final Thoughts theme. Okay. Oh, awesome. Uh, You say final, I say thoughts. Can you come up with it? Final thoughts. That's a good one. Does Michael have that one? Yeah. Yeah, he's grabbing it now. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Uh, he says, uh, I watched Collateral on Netflix based on Sean's glowing recommendation. I kept watching because I thought it must get better. But alas, it never did. You can tell he's classy because he uses the word alas. Slow moving and boring. I give it a C minus. But due to all the actors being foreigners, I have to drop it a full grade to <laughs> D minus. Sad! That's Whatever. Joe. Entertainment subjective. Whatever. That, well. I say final. You say thoughts. Final. Final. That's a good one. I like that a lot. And you're wrong about that. Entertainment is entirely (laughs) objective. It's either good or bad. And Sean has... As determined by a panel. Sean has told our listeners that a show that is bad is good. Sean, I'd ask you to tell our listeners that good shows are good in the future. (laughs) What's the matter with you? It certainly didn't finish as strongly as it started. I, I should have waited until I completed the series before I gave my recommendation. Oh, interesting. Uh, speaking of uh, entertainment, Cole is one of several people who's asked us if we've seen or talked about the um, the Netflix documentary Wild Wild Country about that Rajneesh Rajneeshpuram cult invasion of Antelope, Oregon in the 80s. I don't know that. I've read about it and seen some clips. It sounds absolutely terrific. Wow. It is. And just insane. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, in interesting the 80s? On, yeah. The it, 1980s. Yes. Interesting on so many levels. Land rights, religious freedom, voting rights, immigration issues, attempted murder, mass poisoning. They even bust in hordes of homeless people to bolster voting power. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it actually reminded me a lot of when we were doing kind of the the, the respective, the retro, when we were looking back on uh, the Waco incident. Right. Like kind of similar cult sort of thing. So what is the show or movie that is uh, bringing this to life? It's uh, the name of the documentary is Wild Wild Country. Okay. It's a multi-parter, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix and it's it's really good. I have the Netflix. Mm. I've never watched anything but Phineas and Ferb on there because of my children. But <laughs> there mm. you go. It's pretty funny. Here's a uh, here's a Phineas nice and idea. Phineas is not the Phineas wild and Ferb one. is yeah. very funny. Aaron writes. So I was thinking the other day about the upcoming talks between Trump and Kim, which uh, uh, the Trumpster he confirmed that they're coming up and promising and and everything and, and uh, on the uh, Fox and Fiends this morning. Uh, the other day you were talking about where they should hold the ha- talks and the fact that North Korea doesn't have any planes that can go very far, which is true. Well, I've got the perfect solution. They should do it in Seoul. It's very close, so Kim could probably drive. The real benefit, though, is that with Kim in Seoul, North Korea can't fire on South Korea during the talks. That's our perfect opportunity to go in and take out the rest of the leadership. As it stands now, there's no real military solution because Seoul will be atomized, etc. But with Kim there, Seoul is protected. Win, win. That would be kind of funny. You have it in Seoul. Kim agrees to it. Okay, I'll be there in about uh, 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he gets in his car. You know, depending on traffic. Let's see. <laughs> he drives over. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. And finally, the, how much time do we have, Michael? I'd have to rush through it. I won't you do it. You don't want to do that? I will not do it. So who are our great guests today? Won't do it. Can't do it. We are, go- we are going to talk to the very sheriff of Sacramento County where the Golden State Killer was arrested, and they're holding him in, his j- in the jail. Um, at around 8 o'clock. And then also uh, a gent who was part of the uh, the hunt for the killer through the years. A former sheriff. The uh, Golden State Killer. The East Area Rapist. The, 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 the horrific monster who it appeared would live out his life and die without being brought to justice. Damn well, near did. That didn't happen. So, yeah, a lot more on that with Marshall's News, which is coming up in just a few minutes on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
So much information on this uh, serial killer story, among other things today. Uh, let's get to the news with Marsha Phillips. Well, 72-year-old former police officer arrested in the decades-old Golden State Killer case in California. Authorities say the suspected serial killer Joseph James D'Angelo was surprised when he was confronted by officers and arrested on Tuesday in Sacramento County. He was shocked by what had occurred. You could tell that he was attempting to work through some kind of uh, thoughts in his head. And before he was able to do that, uh, he was very peacefully taken into custody. Detective Sergeant Ken Clark continuing. They uh, just took a hold of his arms and uh, placed handcuffs on him. He protested mildly, um, but then the the comment that he made was uh, he you know he had a roast in the oven, hmm. and uh, I said we'll take care of that. Well, after thirty years of nobody catching on, you yeah. would uh, you would be surprised if all of a sudden one day the police grabbed you. Sure, you'd think I'll be damned. How did that happen? Well, how did it happen? Do we know yet? Well, the uh, the uh, case was solved through DNA. Investigators say they found the needle in the haystack living in plain sight in the Sacramento suburbs. The DA and Marie Schubert saying. The answer has always been in Sacramento. Now, investigators got a break in the case. They're not saying exactly what led them to D'Angelo, but they were able to get samples of DNA from things he threw away. Yeah, they're not talking about what focused them in the dire- in that right. direction. Well, that's the key. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, for some reason. But we'll, uh, we'll have the Sacramento County Sheriff on the air uh, at about 8 o'clock and... We'll ask him the hard questions. Yeah, one last note on this uh, this time around. D'Angelo was a police officer from 1973 to 79. He was fired after stealing a can of dog repellent and a hammer from a drugstore. He then worked for 27 years in a supermarket distribution center before he retired last year. I mean, it's all so strange and hard to imagine. Okay, so you're a, in secret, you're an evil killing rapist. Um, you got a job as a policeman. And then you risk losing your job by stealing $10 worth of stuff? When you're a meticulous, and I don't want this to sound like praise, but if you committed many dozens of rapes, a dozen murders, hundreds, of, over 100 burglars, they think, and didn't get caught, you're really, really good at being a criminal. Yeah, you've been super careful. So then you risk getting caught by stealing $10 worth of stuff. I mean, what the, what the hell's going on? There? I don't know. And did you? Did, there's so many stories out there right. from family members and neighbors and all that sort of stuff so i I read one where uh some reporter got a hold of his brother-in-law his wife's brother i think in the oakland area called him yesterday he hadn't heard a word about it so he was whoa you gotta give me a second to kind of compute this yeah he's the what now yeah but then he recalled that many many years ago his actual scumbag had asked his brother-in-law they're sitting around talking this was at the height of when people were worried about right. this rapist on, killer on the loose, mm-hmm. uh, he asked his brother-in-law, "What would you do if you confronted this guy? Would you fight him? Would you shoot him? What would you do?" The brother-in-law asked the rapist. That the question? rapist asked the brother-in-law, "Oh, oh. what'd you do if you ran into this guy?" Wow, wow! And his brother said, oh, "I don't know. Call the police, I guess, or something." You know, mm-hmm. um, so what was going on there? I know something you don't know. Was he was he right. just some childish was he having that childish pleasure? Was he doing research? I mean, as meticulous as he was, who knows? Wow. The serial killer murdered a number of people, including Jennifer Carroll's father and the stepmother. This was in nineteen eighty. She got a text yesterday, a text that a suspect had been arrested. Save us all a bunch of money and agony and drama. And then I would like him to be in general population where he has to live every moment of his life in terror. 
And she would like to just have him confess to everything so don't have to go through a trial. It'll be interesting to see what other things he gets connected to now that they right. have him in custody sure. and they can kind of... Oh, yeah. And got clo- the DNA and everything. Yeah, yeah, and close loops on all these other open cases that may have been tied uh, to him. Yeah, m- yeah, maybe. Although they already have DNA. Although, you know what? Well, there's so many tangents we yeah. could go off on. the, um, Including the uh, obstruction of... Uh, being able to use DNA in a crime-solving database by various people in the capital of California that one uh, victim advocate and, and victim spoke about movingly. And then you've got the, uh, the the thousands, I think it's thousands of rape kits that haven't been processed yet. They're just sitting in evidence lockers for some reason. And, and uh, I mentioned yesterday I'm glad the guy's going to be brought to justice, which uh, made the text line explode. Not like Kanye West broke Twitter yesterday, but the text line exploded, and we'll get to that later. Um, uh, what do you mean he'll be brought to justice? Well, yeah, maybe we had to discuss that. What is justice for somebody like that? Is there any such thing? Set him on fire? It'd be, cl- it'd be a lot closer than what he's going to get. Yeah. President Trump was on Fox News this morning, starting out the interview, saying he wanted to do that interview in honor of his wife Melania's 48th birthday today. Happy birthday to Melania. She's 48. Yep. 48 years old. Lovely gal. Yeah. Well, she's a professional model. Ah. Does she still, like, work out and eat lettuce all day long, or is she just naturally that way? Well, I don't know. She has to look after her fitness. You would think? Yeah. I mean, she's very fit. I've known some people that just didn't have to very much. Mm. Just, you know. Did you hate them? No. I hate them. I don't hate them. I hate them very much. I I don't know what he looks like now. We were in our mid-30s. But in his mid-30s, I mean, this guy never exercised at all. And he would eat bags of M&M's. I mean, just (laughs) pour them in his mouth. He had the worst eating habits of anybody I've ever met. But he could walk around shirtless anywhere. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Deep abiding (laughs) hatred. He was just built that way. Now, back to the interview. We got uh, Rear Admiral Ronnie Jackson pulling out of his nomination to lead the Department of Veterans Affairs. Because too many jokes about his title. (laughs) Amid workplace misconduct allegations and President Trump, during the interview, says he saw it coming. The president telling Fox News this morning it's a disgrace the way Doc Ronnie has been treated. These are all false accusations that were right. made. These are false. Uh, they're trying to destroy a man. By the way, I did say welcome to Washington. Welcome <laughs> to the swamp. Welcome to the world of politics. Now he's right about that. Yeah. He is 100% right about that. Welcome to Washington. Welcome to the freaking swamp. And, I, you know, I'm sorry this guy withdrew because some of the allegations that came out in the last 24 hours, he said, wait, that never happened. I didn't get drunk and wreck a government car. That never happened. And that's not the sort of denial that's open to interpretation. Right. Did you foster an right. unfriendly work environment? I mean, that's not the two people can disagree on their assessment. That either happened or it didn't. And I want the uh, this uh, Democrat uh, senator from Montana. Tester. Tester. Tester yeah. Mm-hmm. I want Tester to have to account for the fact that he may have just made stuff up. Just complete character assassination about this guy. And, and the whole... You know, he's handing out to Ambient like candy. Everybody tut-tutting in. Everybody on all the networks is coming out from Brian Williams to Brett Barron say, no, that's that's been the practice for years as we go across ten time right. zones in seven days. Um, yeah, that's so everybody can get a little sleep. Nobody's ever objected to that. So this, I just, I want the character assassination to be dragged out in the light, and now it, it's going to go away. It won't be now. And, uh, and like I said, the thing that's so maddening about it is the opposition is just 
to, in theory, have a win against Trump that is meaningless in the real scheme of things. Right. N- nobody, nobody, so you'll, so a different person will get nominated and eventually get put in place. It doesn't make any difference, but the, the, the base of the anti-Trump resistance feels like they won something, just like challenging Obama's nominees or Bush's nominees. This part of the game, to me, is disgusting. It's just, it's do you, just, do you just think Tester spent a single second thinking about no. what's best for the VA? No, well, of course not. And neither is any of the coverage all day long for the past several days. It's not about, should this guy be the guy for the VA? No, it's about, is this going to hurt Trump or help Trump? Right. Does, this move, does this move the ball this way or that right. way? And it just doesn't freaking matter. It's it's very disgusting. What a way to run things. There you go. That is a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I wish you'd have stood and fought, too, but I can certainly see why you'd say, you know, I don't need this. Right. I just don't need this. I'm not going to do this for Joe Getty's satisfaction. <laughs> and my family dragged through the muck. What will they accuse me of next? I'll have to deny. Yeah. God, it's it's as, as pathetic as it is disgusting. Yep. And I don't know whether the guy should have run the VA I or don't either. I don't, I don't have any idea. idea. We didn't know. Nobody ever discussed that. Right. That was not part of the issue. It's just whether Trump got his pick or not. Does this hurt Trump? Yay! We scored a point. Oh, wow. Meaningless. What about the vets? What vets? What are you talking about? The vetting, you mean? No, the veterans of the armed services. I got to go to a meeting. We got big stories. We've got this. Hackers created a master key that worked on millions of hotel rooms. That's not surprising. God, there's probably all kinds of hackers walking around with a master key for hotels. Uh-oh. Um, stay tuned. We'll get to all this stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. At the end of the day, we know where this is headed. The president will have to find a new VA nominee. And knowing Trump, he's not going to search for a qualified person. He's just going to pick another guy who says nice things about him. So I guess what I'm saying is, congratulations, VA secretary, Kanye West. (laughs) Yeah, we got to talk about the Kanye West tweeting from yesterday and his wife jumping on him and all that sort of stuff. Oh, it's just unbelievable. Entertaining. Yeah, yeah. My my only quibble, you know, I'm quibbling with jokes. Jokes are set up just to try to get a laugh. Freaking, or are they? Freaking President Obama loved the guy because of the way he treated him, his wife, and his daughters. Right. Uh, so did George Bush and Donald Trump. He's gone through a gazillion background checks. He wasn't vetted. He's been vetted like 19 times. Right. By three presidential administrations. So, eh. Anyway, it's disgusting. I'm done with it. It's, it's just, disgusting. It's just partis- it's partisanship at its worst. The coverage and the politics. These are dark times. They are. So I got this list. It's graduation time of year for high school kids and uh, college kids. Um, uh, and so you might be heading out to get a job as a, as a high school graduate or a college graduate. And I got this list of best and worst entry-level jobs. And they, uh, they rank them on all kinds of different stuff. You get a total score, but they look at um, job hazards. I always hate that part because different people have different views of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
the sort of people that compile these lists think any job outside is like slavery. Right. Oh, and, it's a nightmare. And there's a lot of people. It might be hot or cold. There's a lot of people. Or windy. I, I've known in my life who would rather actually be dead than work inside. Mm-hmm. They would consider that a life death sentence. So, yeah. So I throw those out. But immediate opportunity rank is pretty big. Like, are there jobs available right now? Yes, please. Seems important. Here's your number, uh, like, one, two, three for jobs that are currently available out there. I don't know what they are, so that kind of slows it down. I'll jump in with interpretation. Safety representative. Yes, that uh, represents safety (laughs) in all its manifestations as needed. It's good work if you can get it. Well, you can. Well, the safety a, representative. Google's not much more help. A safety representative pushes safety in the workplace. Oh, I see. So it's uh, kind of your uh, your your shop nanny. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Who it, wants to be oh, that? I'd be that. Hey, Jim. <laughs> let's put the goggles on over there. Good man. <laughs> oh yes, you and you play <laughs> every day every, at noon. We do the safety dance. <laughs> Come on, everybody. You can dance if you want to. S, 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 Hey, hey, hey. You know the move. Say with me. Ed, I don't see you chanting the letters. Come on, Ed. You're the best safety representative we've ever had. The last one didn't let us dance. Lift with your legs, not your back. The safety dance. Would that be like the person that came into my brother's workplace and videotaped them eating donuts on break, and now they're no longer allowed to have donuts in the break room? Oh, boy. How exactly were they eating donuts? Uh, uh, well, they were eating them, and you're not allowed to because oh. it uh, uh, reflects on their insurance or something like that. Anyway, a person actually showed up and walked around with their phone. My brother said they're all eating, and this woman they don't know walks in and just starts walking around holding their phone up to them while they're eating. They just aren't eating their donuts, slowly looking at each other like, does anybody have any idea what's going on here? <laughs> Wow, and so so is it like a fitness thing? A health and uh, health and he fitness thinks it's a health and insurance thing. Anyway, they got a memo that they're no longer allowed to have donuts in the break room. God, I so want to be one of those. If you're hiring one of those, I'll quit this job and go do that. I would eat them in the door outside of the break room and wait for somebody to send a memo about you can't eat donuts in the hallway either. And and of course the thing is you can't stop somebody from eating donuts or anything else once they're at home. So <laughs> you're not so it's stupid. So yes, it's stupid. Yes. Well, I got to talk about my chainsaws yesterday. Speaking of uh, safety, but moving along, so that's uh, that's the best job. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I don't know what many of these are. Uh, which really again, slows I'll, it I'll help you out. And this week we could do you this. Know what, you know what that job actually is? Not the Google description of it. That job is a a lawsuit blocker for yeah. companies. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, which I think would be an awful job. But having a job is better than not having mm. a job, in my opinion. I actually have a friend who does that partly, and he works at a very big facility where people could break things and die. And so, yeah, he's kind of into it, because that's bad. Uh, Number two, immediate opportunity rank, systems engineer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're an engineer, and your particular interest is systems. See if you follow me here. Managing and monitoring all installed systems and infrastructure. Yes, Right, from a conveyor belt this, to a computer network. These descriptions are like when you look up gullible and it says uh, the act of being gullible, you know, is the definition. You're essentially IT guys, I guess. The or no, who... if somebody's in the john for too long, your systems engineer goes in there and says that's their digestive system. <laughs> and it gets the them a little worked. The system worked. The system worked. Janet the Crook Napolitano. 
testing and maintaining operating systems, which are like computer interfaces. Sure. So really, these are all tied for number one with the most job openings. They just ranked them in this way. Mm. You got the systems engineer, software engineer, safety technician, safety representative, which I guess is different than a safety technician. I like Sean's description, lawsuit blocker. Training specialist, which is also probably a lawsuit blocker on some level. Yeah. And, you know, so you got a bunch of different kinds of system and computer engineers and a bunch of people who are trying to keep you from getting sued. Those are the most job openings out there. Wow. And you know how many people are going to college preparing for that? Practically nobody. That's why there's so many openings. Yeah. If If I was young today, I would make sure that I knew how to code. I think coding is oh, going to yeah. become so important sure. in so many ways that we can't even comprehend yet. Until they put electrodes in our brain, then you don't need any coding anymore. You I'm just... going to look at, just for fun, the most and least dangerous job on this yes. list. Um, most dangerous, Boilermaker. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what that is. A dangerous drink as well. <laughs> look out. <laughs> and the least dangerous job you can have, computer operator. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> My carpal tunnel. Yeah. Anyway, I got a lot more on this. Most uh, um, fastest projected job growth in the future. Wow, yeah. Least income growth over time. That sort of stuff. We'll we'll dabble this through the the, the show. I can't believe Boilermaker beat out Logger. Well, this is a particular kind of list. Oh, I see. Okay. For uh, graduates headed out into the world. Volcano Spelunker seems very dangerous. (laughs) For instance. (laughs) I don't know if there's a lot of money in that. So more outrageous information coming out of Michigan State. You remember the the pervert gymnastics doctor and then his sicko boss? It gets crazier. Yeah. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.